All right, cool, cool. Welcome back to another Physiology Secrets. Uh, just finished the podcast about illness, so we're going to jump straight into injuries. And endurance athletes are super prone to overuse injuries. It is. Um, I read a I read a research article probably uh, might have been two years ago, and it was it was saying that eighty percent. It was a study on on elite um, elite endurance runners. So I think it was classified as you know above 5k distance and it was saying that 80% of endurance runners report an overuse injury in a single season so within one year 80% of them had an overuse injury which you know most of them were like plantar fascia um, Achilles tendonitis that sort of stuff and 90% had reported an injury at some stage throughout their career which I actually thought was pretty good like 90% like it's a pretty stressful sport I would have thought more than 90% would um would have had an injury at some point in their career, but 80% in one year and 90% um, out of everybody who had done it, all right? So that's quite a lot. Like that, That's pretty much saying, look, if you're going to be a, a runner and you're going to do a lot of running, you're probably going to get injured at some point, all right? And this this is um, it's actually a really good topic for probably for Nick to cover as well because uh, he's, he's big on his strength and conditioning and we might even record a podcast later today um, about that. But... Um, yeah, the most typical overuse injuries are from you know your your Achilles, uh, your your plantar fascia, your groins, your adductors, your hip flexors, all that sort of stuff. And they come about through a number of reasons. Like obviously, number one is going to be um, is overload, so too much, so overtraining. So if you increase your mileage too quickly or you don't have adequate recovery in between, it's a really fine line. That's a big one. That's a big one and a big reason why people get overuse injuries. Obviously, there's a biomechanical issue there. Um, so your running technique, for example, if that's or, or swimming technique's another one. If you get sore shoulders, um, so if you if your technique's not as economical as it could be. Then that's going to be that's going to be putting load in the wrong places or or the places that are susceptible to injury. So running technique is is super important. Um, and what was the other one? Oh, and just weakness in general. Uh, if you if you're not strong enough uh, and your body can't withstand and absorb that load, uh, that's going to that's going to increase your susceptibility to injury as well. So uh, that's why at Mets we, we like we place a big emphasis on on strength, uh, particularly the guys who are doing like, you know, if you're doing a marathon plus, like that's a lot of load. Like you can't just, you can't just be weak and, and run that. Like people, you need to have a strong core so that your your pelvis and your spine is all in line and, and, and not not wasting energy and and, um, and having unnecessary forces going through there. Um, and you just have to be able to, to withstand a lot of load. Like there's a lot of load going through the legs if you're training for a marathon. The marathon itself is huge. Is a, is a huge load, but then just the repetitive nature of training, like you're going to be getting quite a few Ks in the legs. A lot of stress fractures are, are, are a possibility, um, and say so muscle muscle tears to an extent, but more that more the tendonitis and the tendinopathy of of inflamed um, Achilles and, and and plantar fascia and that sort of stuff is is really 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 prevalent, um, and a lot of people have it, and myself included. Like I've I've had issues with my right Achilles for for quite a long time. It's come pretty good now with. Um, being being smart with the, with the amount of load I put through it, but it's just you know it affects everybody, and you just have to be really really careful with it. But one thing I like to I, I preach to the guys that I coach is say is to is to don't don't be that guy or girl who's who's you know no pain no gain. Like it's it's not it's not the way to go about it. Um, 
it's the, it's the difference between you know pushing through the pain of a hard interval set and you know your heart rate's high and your, your breathing rate's elevated and, you, and you're really struggling. You got that lactic acid lactic acid build up. There's a there's a big difference between that and pushing through actual pain where your Achilles hurts and your plantar fascia hurts um, and, and all that sort of stuff. Because right? that's not gonna that's not gonna help you. All right, that's really not. If you if you get injured like a full blown injury, you tear your tear your uh, plantar fascia off or your um, or you really inflame that Achilles, that is a long process to get back. That's like full physio rehab program, strength and conditioning to get it all back up and running, surgery potentially, all right? So if you really do a full-blown injury, that is going to put you out for you know weeks and months, sometimes even years, depending on what you do. Whereas if you say, all right, look, yeah, this, I'm starting to get a niggle here. It hurts about a two or a three out of 10 pain. That's enough to say, all right, you need to do something about it, right? So whether that's it's really easy for the try guys. Um, so with the, the triathlon guys that I, that I coach, like it's a, like, um, for example, um, Calvin's a good example. He, he has uh, on and off like Achilles tendinopathy. So it just gets inflamed every now and then. And he'll just flick me a text and say, hey, Achilles is a bit sore this week. And I say, cool, no stress. What we'll do is we'll cut out the running for a week or even two weeks, depending on where we are in the, in the program. And just replace it with a swim or a bike. Um, same session, like very very similar session. So if he was doing a VO2 session, you know, holding 95% VO2 max running, then we just do the exact same thing on the bike. Physiolog- physiologically, we get a very very similar stimulus in terms of internally what's actually adapting. The only difference is obviously um, specificity in that one is cycling and one is running, and you're not doing the running one. Um, but I like to say to the guys, I say, look, I can get you running fit without actually running, but I can't uninjure somebody, all right? So if you're sore, you need to stop and you need to do some cross-training. You can still load up physiologically. You can still get your heart, muscles, lungs all working. You just don't get that sport-specific uh, movement pattern um, and you're don't and you you actually unloading the injured tissue. So you just don't, you know, if, if cycling doesn't hurt your Achilles, then let's just go and cycle because you're still getting the same physiological benefit or very, very similar. Uh, you're just unloading the injured muscle so that you can be up and running again within a week or two um, and actually have very, very similar, if not better fitness anyway, because you're getting the same same stimulus. Um, whereas if you went the other way and pushed through the pain and got that up to a five out of 10 or an eight out of 10 pain and, and, you, and you blew an injury, then it's gonna take you weeks and months to get back on the track and then you will lose fitness. There's, there's no choice, but you have to stop. So um, yeah, I've never been a fan of the whole no pain, no gain sort of mentality like the whole goal of of training is to get the maximum benefit in the minimum time and, and, and effort really like that's that should be the goal like if you can uh and that's why that podcast on high intensity interval training was a, a really good one to listen to because that was all talking about all right how can we maximize time at vo2 max for the least possible physiological tax on the body like if we can get if we can get you performing better and actually not have you you know sore the next day and fatigued and, and neuromuscular fatigued and, and all that sort of stuff. We can get, give you this big, big stimulus in just a, um, in a, in a you know, it's still a hard session, but keeping it as, as easy as possible and just getting the, the, the biggest bang for buck possible, then that's, that's, that should be the goal. Like these, you know, a lot of people, are, they, they love to brag about, um, I, you know, I did 500 Ks riding this week and then like it's all it's all well and good if that's your goal then great if your goal is i want to accumulate x amount of kilometers that's fantastic but um again it comes down go go have a listen back to the the building a training program podcast it's not 
all about volume, it's about the load. And load is, is the time, the intensity, and the frequency. So you could do a, a huge volume of work, 500Ks, but if it's all done at a, at a very low intensity, then you could do half that volume, but chuck it, chuck it up to a threshold intensity and you get the same load. So uh, it's almost a badge of honor. More is better. And I'll say, oh, I was sore and fatigued, but I pushed through the session. But um, you, there's a difference between, you know, as I said, training or there's a difference between training and exercising. Exercising is, um, the goal of exercise is to, to basically burn energy, all right? Exercising is unstructured. Uh, it's a single session. It's just about, it's about um, expending energy, whereas training is a scientifically progressed and periodized plan which progressively builds towards a goal, all right? So if you're training you want to get a, a, a logical sequence of, of adaptation so that you become peak for an event. Now, we want to do that in the most efficient and, and time-effective way possible and by minimizing injury risk um, and increasing recovery time. Whereas if you're exercising, it's just pretty much go out and do whatever you want and all you're moving, that, that's exercise. So it's a very big difference between exercising and training. And, and one of the things that I, I like to... Like I want to I say one of my biggest achievements as a coach to date is, is not so much, I mean, I love that I, that I um, boost people's performances and they're, and they're smashing PBs, but, but at the end of the day, it, there's only two ways that you can, you can end up as an athlete. You can either get fitter or you can get sick and injured, and there's not really a middle ground. You're either fitter or you're injured. If you're doing heaps of volume and heaps of training, you're either going to get fitter or you're going to get fatigued, break down and get injured. Like there's not really a middle ground. So something I like to pride myself on is that the guys that I work one-on-one with, there's a very, very, very low um, incidence of, of injury and illness, okay? Because um, not only do we get PBs like a lot of people do, but we don't get you injured or sick. So our success rate in terms of getting people um, to their goal it's huge. Like it'd be up around like ninety eight percent. Like very, very few people get injured or sick because rather than saying no pain, no gain, let's do more and more and more, flick me a text, say hey, look, we're we're feeling a bit. My Achilles is a bit sore today, so you know, bugger doing a run then. That's that's just going to be silly. Let's change it for a let's change it for a bike session, get the same response, but but um, but not get injured, and we and we add in the strength work in there as well, um, specific. So um, I, I'm not I'm not making this podcast to plug up plug up my coaching business whatsoever but what I'm trying to get across is that uh, you hear a lot of success stories of people of, of getting people getting better and, 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 be, and you know getting on the podiums and, and PBs and everything else but um, you don't see the ones that don't succeed so you, you can't go wrong with training you, anybody can fatigue somebody and get you and you're either going to get fitter or you're going to get fatigued injured and, and burn out like there's no middle ground so it's being able to, to increase your success rate and actually get you know, 98% of people who come on board to not get injured and sick, that, that should be the goal. Like, you know, everybody should be achieving goals, not having a strike rate of you know, 40 or 50% because some people are getting, uh, or a lot of people are burning out and, and not being able to um, positively adapt to that load. So as a summary for today, um, if you're injured, don't push through the pain. Like if it's a two out of 10 pain or more, then you should be stopping and you can supplement the sessions. Like if you're a pure runner, then take up cycling. It's really good. Like I had a, uh, I've got a, a mate, James, who's, who you'll see a lot more of soon because he's, he's starting an internship with me at, at, um, at Mets and he, he's an elite runner, elite 1500-meter runner. His PB is 3.43, I think, and he just did a PB for his 3K. He did like 8.24 or something. It's you know, 2.45 pace, something ridiculous. It was very, very, very quick, 
and he's the fittest he's ever been and he's swimming lots. He's swimming heaps because you can't just keep doing run load because you're going to break down. But he swims like three or four times a week to supplement his base training. Um, and he does that in the pool because it's low load and it's a different, it's, it's, it's different sort of uh, muscles. Sure, he puts on a little bit of weight with, with muscle there, muscle mass, but his fitness is just through the roof. So you, there's, there's ways around it. So cross training is a really, really effective method to get the same physiological benefit, but deloading injured or, or at-risk injuries um, uh, tissues there um, and that the goal shouldn't necessarily to be uh, that, that the session doesn't have to be a, a, as hard as you can go the idea is to get the, the maximum stimulus in the minimum amount of time and effort to get a positive response alright so just ask yourself guys are you exercising or training is there structure behind your training is it progressively periodized towards a goal or is it just exercising in, in you know, getting a, a hard workout and there's not a whole lot of structure behind it whichever you choose is, is perfectly fine it all comes down to your goals but one is is training for uh, is exercising for fun and enjoyment which is perfectly fine and the other one is training for uh, performance and personal best hope that was helpful guys I'll speak to you soon